Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Way We're Dragons, episode 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome um, back. We're your hosts. I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. A um, couple of quick announcements, or I guess a quick announcement before we really get started here. Uh, yeah. A little bit of sad news. Uh, not like uber, uber sad or anything like that, just... As a heads up, um, we're going to be switching weeks or switching days that we're releasing new episodes, switching weeks that we're releasing new episodes because of a number of different personal things that both of us have going on in our lives. Yeah. Uh, So instead of the next episode coming out on the uh, 20th. The, it was that be first? June 1st. Yeah. yeah. Instead of it coming out on the 1st, we'll be pushing that back a week and it won't come out until mm-hmm. the 8th. Unfortunately, you guys will have to wait a whole nother week to be able to hear our voices. But yeah. after that, we should be back on the regular every, every other. other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got we some both. major stuff going on at the end of this month. So. <laughs> and then and into the end of next month. So. Yeah. And it just, you know. Sometimes life just throws stuff at you, and sometimes changes happen, and, you know, changes are yeah. a good thing, and transitions are part of life. Yeah. Um, yes, That happens. Yeah. Um, regardless of what kind of transition it is, or what kind of crazy thing you're going through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this could possibly be one of our most wayward <laughs> episodes thus far. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping to get Kelsey to, to be a little talkative during this because I've actually prompted some questions. I don't know oh, if you God. read the notes or not. <laughs> no. Okay. I've been taking care of my sick dog all day, so. Yeah, yeah you've got no. that going on and no. you've got a wedding that you're attending coming mm-hmm. up and all sorts of other fun stuff. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on that is emotionally taxing. <laughs> did uh, did you have at least have a decent birthday? It was okay. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was okay. Um, had some family stuff happen that kind of put a little damper on it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was okay. And the problem is, is my family stuff has kind of put me in a not so good mental space. Um, so trying to come out of that on top of everything else I have going on and then my dog getting sick. <sighs> yeah, understandable. <laughs> I'm, I'm understandable. ready to become a hermit. <laughs> understandable. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, Official as of the 27th, I will no longer have a job, but that's, <laughs> that's you know, that's its own thing, and we won't go into all that fun stuff. Um, but like I said, transitions happen, and yeah, you know, life goes on. Uh, yeah. I was like, as, as a very close friend, I'm very proud of you for the decisions that you are making. Oh, well, sometimes I'm very, you have very to... proud of you. 
sometimes you have to make decisions, even if they're hard ones yeah. uh, and ones you don't want to address or, yeah. you know, aren't comfortable even with addressing. And, you know, you there is no growth within our comfort zone. So sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone and push past stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, other than that, uh, my brain is partially <laughs> drained because right before this, I just, I was in uh, one of our online D&D sessions and uh, out of the four hours of us playing, three and a half of that was in a f- battle, like in a fight against one of our players, one of the, one of the other players, uh, mother who was like an evil demon lady who was doing fucked up experiments on children okay so that was yeah and everybody but one person almost died so that was fun uh nice yeah i mean it's i've i like combats like that like not all the time because i don't like constantly fight to the death and you know when you're doing any sort of rp games but I also, it drives me crazy when it's like, oh, hey, you're fighting this thing. It's like, okay, we killed it with no problem and none of us took any damage. So what was the point of that? Like, it yeah. was. So, I mean, you got to have a happy medium with everything. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that's been going on. I've uh, been doing a bit of reading. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um... I will say before we get into our books, and I do have a Mindful Souls box thing. Okay. We are a Mercury and Retrograde people, so that's one of the problems I'm having is stuff that normally goes wrong during this time is going wrong. Watch your cars, watch your money, and make sure you don't travel. And make sure you make really big life decisions right now, because that's exactly <laughs> what I did, and did not realize this was Mercury retrograde. But you know what? It worked. It's we're all gonna right. Go with it. My brother and my mom are on a cruise ship. <laughs> we're gonna go with it. Let's uh, let's do this. Like I I I mean I've made a little decision within my. It's not little, but big within myself regarding some people in my family. Um, that I can't keep going back into this mental headspace all the time. So in order to not be in this all the time, I have to very limit my contact with these people. And it's very unfortunate because I love this person a lot and it sucks. But um, I did get a Mindful Souls box this week, which I find funny. Um... I got, it's a really cool, like, geode sticker. And then, like, an affirmation for resentment. I found kind of funny. Um, Because it's not resentment I feel right now towards this family, but it's right up there with it. Um, But they put a booklet in this time, The Secret Power of an Attitude Shift. Um, but they include stuff that you can buy from their shop that, like, go with this month and stuff, which I found kind of cool. Um, 
letting go of negative emotions, but they also include an energy cleansing ritual, which I found kind of cool. I'll probably need to do one of those soon anyway. Um, and then like a team favorite from the Mindful Souls people. Oh, hello, Paul. Um, and then like a, um, a horoscope. I did post on our Facebook page a link so that um, you guys could see the eclipse, even though this is going to be uploaded after the eclipse. Um, there will be an eclipse on the 16th. And it should be visible in different places around the world, depending on where you're at, determines how much of it you see. What are you doing, buddy? You need to get down. So, they sent a fluorite necklace, which is pretty big. It's like as mm -hmm. big as my thumb. It's pretty huge. I like how you compare stuff to your thumb like people know how big <laughs> a hand you actually have. No, I know. Like, you can have, like, gi giant, massive, like, NBA player hands, or you can have, like, little baby hands. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's what, maybe an inch long and maybe like a quarter to a half inch wide. You know, it's your rough. Your thumb your thumb is a quarter to no. a half inch wide? No, I'm talking about the crystal. No. Um, so your, this your thumb is Your thumb is twice as long as it is wide. <laughs> you little. <laughs> um, they sent a dragon or a dream catcher diffuser necklace so i've actually had oh, these cool. in the past where there's like a felt circle on the inside that you can interchange and stuff buddy you were on oh. my stuff and you can take it and you can put like essential oils and stuff in there yeah well and if you're like myself i use perfume oils i actually don't use a lot of like spray perfumes um so it kind of helps with that stuff i got a carlian ring this thing like sticks off your like <laughs> that's a good like chunk to stick off just saying i would like pierce my nose and put that through my nose <laughs> apollo this is like the third time buddy just stay down there for five seconds it's like you're in a losing fight well because my dog has been sick i've been sleeping out in the living room because my fiance's Still has been working, but I have not. I've been on vacation for my first job. So I have slept out with the dog in the living room. Apollo's been sleeping with him in the bedroom. Um, but they sent a uh, solar system necklace, which I found, or bracelet. So that was kind of cool. And then, which I found hilarious. So I actually have. Amazonite earrings. <laughs> but they sent Amazonite friendship bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> so you can bond with the person that you give it to. Okay. Alright. You can also they, match. Yeah. I was like, okay. Or I can just have two. Yeah. Whatever. One, one um, on trist. Yeah. Um... Right. And then they sent um, 
the seven crystals for your chakras. So I'm not going to take them all out, but they're all in here. Um, because they sent white quartz, amethyst, pink quartz, venturine, 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 tiger's eye, red japs, or obsidian, and lancerite. But yeah, that's. I already took pictures of it. I'll upload it when I upload this episode. Lamserite is always the stone that, like, I see it and I'm just like, I know what that is, but I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like that, yeah. and then there's a blue one that starts with a C that I can never remember the name of it. Mm, yeah, I don't but. know. I don't know, but yeah, figured I get that out of the way before we. Uh, Get into our books. I, I read two this week. These last two weeks. I've read two. Guess how many I read. How many? What? How does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel so proud of myself for reading, for listening to two. And I've been on vacation for my main one. Like, whew. <laughs> I'm so, so proud of myself. Well, it would have it only been four... If I didn't find out that I made a mistake last episode when I said something, and then apparently there was a 12th book in the Alex Beerus series, because I finished 11 and 12, and then marked them on Goodreads, and then they're like, hey, this book is recommended. And I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? No, I feel that. I'd like feel that. No, so um, I listened to The King of Confidence um, by Miles Harvey. It tells the story of um, James Strag. So when we go into Mormonism, if we ever hit that point, we'll go a little bit into him. But he he kind of had like this huge group in like Lake Michigan and stuff and they like raided people. And stuff like that. But it goes into what happened on the island and stuff. It was super boring. Like, I don't normally fall asleep listening to stuff. But, like, I was falling asleep. Um, and then, the book that frustrated the fuck out of me. I even put this on my review on Goodreads. I read The Devil in the White City. By Eric Larson. So, if those who don't know, The Devil in the White City is about the Chicago World Fair and supposedly about H.H. H. Holmes, right? Because they happened at the same time. I know more about that world fucking fair than I do anything else. Like, they talk about H.H. H. Holmes, but it's like so minuscule compared to the fair. Like, I, I didn't need to know that much about the fair. I read it so I could know about H.H. H. Holmes, the serial killer. America's first serial killer. But uh, Well, that wasn't America's first serial killer. Like, documented. I mean, if you really want to get into it, there were a lot of politicians that qualified as the <laughs> first serial killer. Yeah. But then, you know, causing the nearly completely uh, wiping out the, you know, native population. Yeah. Well, and you have, um, there's a theory that there's a road, railroad serial killer 
that basically just traveled the railroads and killed families along it. And it would, like, he would, like, stay at their house for a couple of days. And, like, he basically killed them with axes. That, like, an axe that they had in their own home. Um, and just kind of kept traveling around the U.S. Did he have a good punchline? Like, hey, thanks for letting me stay here. Now let me <laughs> ask you a question. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. I don't think so. I don't know. Like, that's the thing. But, like, yeah, that... Devil in the White City, that was such a disappointment for me. Like, I was very upset with that. Like, but yeah. What, what five did you read? Because, uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I lack. Well, then, um, let's stop. Uh... <laughs> so, the first three books I read were Fallen, Forged, and Risen. Uh, all three by Benedict Jacka. They were the last three books in the Alex Vera series. Um, so it's book, you know, uh, 10, 11, and 12. Um, okay. Which I was glad. Because <laughs> like I was saying is uh, when I put in, I updated my Goodreads to have completed Fallen and Forged. I was like, I didn't like the way they ended in Forged. That can't be the ending. That's a bullshit ending. And then <laughs> when Goodreads did that, I'm like, oh, there's another book. That actually makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, again, as I said last episode, amazing book series. Highly recommended. Uh, lots of fun. Fairly interesting urban fantasy series. Uh not super smutty like 90% of urban fantasy out there. Yeah. So that's that's always an issue. Like I don't I think I've said this before. I don't mind like smut smutty scenes in a book if it's actually like, you know, tastefully done or if it's just like, hey, this just happens to be in here. But yeah. then you have then you have stuff that's like actual like smut for the sake of being smut and they go one, they go way more in detail than they need to. Yeah. And, you know, it's not at all like a fade to black situation or, hey, this happened. It's, uh, you know, my favorite line, and I use that extremely sarcastically, because uh, I, I loved, I thoroughly enjoyed the True Blood TV series. Yeah. I did not like the Sookie Stackhouse mystery novels that they're based off of. Yeah. Because after watching multiple seasons, I found out that it's based off a book series. Tried to read the books. Yeah, like and heard. when you know when Sookie's describing an interaction with Bill, and she's like, you know, and minor spoiler for anyone who hasn't read the books, but <laughs> she says, "And he plowed me into the grave soil like he was plowing a field." What? What? <laughs> what? Hey, baby, what? let me uh, let me plow into that grave. Let's uh. That'd be so awkward. Let's dig up this dead body because I mean it was they were in a graveyard. Was, like, what? Yeah. Like, uh, that's a little weird. That's so, really weird. You know, if it's tastefully done, I don't mind it. But that was not tastefully done. Um, but uh, uh 
without giving any spoilers away, the last, like the epilogue to the story was extremely entertaining. Mainly, <laughs> partly because the epilogue was like, all right, that's it. That's the end of the story. You can stop reading now. There's nothing else. Okay. <laughs> thanks, I think. Why are you still reading? Yeah, I think, I think. So, so it was, it was entertaining. Well, there was more after that. But it was just like, well, stop it. Nope, that's the end of the story. Nope, the story is there. This is it. <clears throat> I mean, we've had this conversation about smut more than once because I'm a fade to black. I prefer to fade yeah. to black. I just don't want to know. Yeah. You know, if it happens, but it happens. To me, like, it depends like entirely on the situation. If it's done tastefully. Yeah. I mean, you could. It yeah, just all depends. But that that's done in a storytelling and an artistic form. You know, when you have something like that writing, I'm sure some people view that as artistic, but, you know, I, and it's, it's surprising to me because if I'm not mistaken, those books were written by a woman. Yeah. Typically you have a better viewpoint Mm -hmm. on stuff like that from a woman author. No. But no. No. (laughs) Not every time. Like, like my favorite my favorite thing is you know there's a there's a trend with female art uh female authors online where they've like written stuff like a man would write it based off <laughs> like stuff in their yeah. genre and so yeah. uh like one of them was like uh and her boobs jiggled very boobily <laughs> it's like what but it's you know it's it's, it's yeah. ridiculous it's, yeah you can tell when it's a man. Like if you just like pick up a random book and just start reading it. But it's yeah. No, it's you can yeah. do things artistically or get like there's a couple of male art authors that I am aware of or that I've read that you know will have scenes like that periodically, and it's not like anything like super explicit. It's just like hey, this happened. Yeah. But you know what they do before they publish that? They have their partner. Like their female partner, or they have yeah. a female friend, read it, yeah, and give them feedback and make changes yeah. based off that feedback. Yeah. Um. The yeah. fourth and fifth books, yes, like guys, I said five books. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna go too much into them. Uh, I'll have a whole spill with multiple different books and stuff for next episode, where yeah. we're gonna get into the mysteries. And the magic that is the Appalachia. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for that. So, so I, I almost tried- sent you I almost sent you something off Reddit because someone on um the paranormal subreddit, I'll have to find it again and I might send it to you. But they interacted with one of the Fae in Appalachia. So so there's actually was- a there's actually a really good series, and I'll go into this in the episode as well, but there's actually a really good series. Um, that talks about the Fae and the Appalachia. And yeah. then there's also this really freaking awesome, and they are amazing, lovely people. I have met them. I have hung out with them. I have seen them perform live multiple times. Uh, I don't know if they're actively making music, because I know a few of the members like broke off to do their own things or to further other careers, but they're a, uh, they were a family band uh, mm-hmm. called Tawatha Day, and 
okay. uh, which they get their name from the Tawatha de Donna, which is the name of the Fae, the mm-hmm. Court of Fae uh, in Celtic mythology. But uh, yeah, they're Appalachian folk pagan band that are huh. freaking awesome. Uh, hmm. And like I said, I'll get, talk a little bit more about yeah. that in another episode. Um, but yeah, so today, if you want to get, if we want to go ahead and dive into this, <laughs> this yeah. I'm hoping will be a fun one. And while Kelsey's brain is already mush from all sorts of personal <laughs> things, I plan yeah. on making her brain mush, or at least open <laughs> into clay, and then dumping a bunch of water on it so it goes back to mush. Um, <laughs> so I want to clear up something I said in the last episode, uh, based off of a little bit of feedback I got from one of our listeners, uh, and kind of clarify something that I was saying. Um, so uh, in a way... You know, you can feed energy into something, and we'll get into this a little bit more later. You can feed energy into something, but yeah. you're feeding energy into that and imbuing the energy into it. It's technically not possession. Mm, no. So, another I got a little bit of feedback, and there was some a little bit of confusion on that. So I just wanted to reach out and clarify on that. I thought possession was when an entity tries to take over your body. So we'll. We'll get into that in a little. Yeah, little bit. That, that's uh, that's always been my understanding yeah. of it. Well, so Go so ahead. this this uh, a lot of times is like the energy is the idea that people have with possession, and a lot of times it's not possession, um, but like possess uh, possessions, like curses, hauntings, or anything like that. I have a massive typo <laughs> in my. <laughs> Watching no, your face contort is the funniest thing I, was, I could I was, ever do. I'm reading it, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm going to let you guys pick which word was a typo. Um, so, like possessions, curses, and hauntings, uh, or, sorry, with anything like possessions, curses, and hauntings, the more energy you feed uh, the being or the thing, the stronger it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey, guess which word was a typo? <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't have it pulled up on my phone. Because my fiance is <laughs> gonna have to take my phone here in a minute uh, to make dinner. I'm, I'm gonna leave people wondering on that one. Uh, so, <clears throat> for this, think about the State Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Fucking love that movie. Oh, the it, old one, it, not the new ones. I haven't seen the one with the kids. I heard it was actually not bad. I haven't seen the newer ones. I'm I'm a little like I'm a little well, weird when you. It's make an official. New stuff. It's an official like, like actual third movie from the original two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So think anyway. about that. Its existence and its power was basically it was a thought form. Uh, that manifests in that image, and we'll get to what thought forms are here in a little bit. Uh, so with that out of the way, uh, there's a lot of different things I wanted to talk about. I had like a million thoughts and a million different directions I wanted to go in, in this episode. Um, 
And when I boiled a lot of things down, I thought that there was a lot of words that may be misconstrued that I wanted to talk about um, to kind of define what they are and what they're generally viewed as before we start. Okay. Well, I guess we've already started before we go deeper into this. <laughs> before we go any further. We're doing everything before we start, you know, <laughs> and then at, we're going to start at the end of the podcast. Um, so first it's off, like the dictionary. It's like when the authors give you like, if you're like four books into a series, you know, and sometimes they'll define your characters for you. So, so that way, when they come back up, they haven't been brought up for a while. Yeah, this is what I like. Is. I like when they'll take it and they'll like have like a weird word in something. <laughs> so like, yeah. uh, like for instance, the Pern series, they have the word claw that they use and, you know, People drink claw. Well, what the fuck is claw? It's it's coffee made from tree bark, basically. It's like a tea, but it's yeah. Okay, I don't drink coffee, so that's a little weird. Hey, it's a tea. Coffee is yeah. We won't go into that. That's a hot debate. Is yeah. coffee a tea? Is coffee a tea? We won't go into that debate right now. We will not go into that debate. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I don't uh, drink coffee. I'm I am strictly a, a Mountain Dew person. So I, I'll just sit here and sip my code red. <laughs> By the way, have like, you had that disgusting new? Like I say, it's disgusting. The which one? flaming hot Mountain Dew. No. So and my so, my niece loves it. My niece like chugs these things, and I'm like, no, I'm doing my thing. I'm good. So at my main job, I work with a couple other people, and one of the kids bought it. And I watched his face contort as he drank it and went, nah. Micro expressions <laughs> are the best thing ever. Well, so like, like my, niece, nah. my niece loves it. To me, it just. I don't know. Mm. Honestly, I need to buy some iron brew, but that's like, I, that has to get imported. So. Like that's... now, like the, um, the thrash apple or whatever, that apple one, that green apple one. Uh-huh. That's Okay. The gingerbread one that comes out at Christmas, that is way too sweet. And then there's a spark one. That one's not bad. That's like a raspberry lemonade one. That's yeah. actually pretty good. It's a little I'm too sweet for me, but... Trying to cut back on the amount of, like, Cokes and stuff I drink, but... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna, like, order some Iron Brew and, like, order, like, so many a month, like... Just like have like so many, and that's all I'll drink for the whole month, and the rest of it just switches over to water or something. I don't know, um, but yeah. So yeah. Anyway. to get to our definitions, <laughs> random side quest. Uh, so first thing we wanted to find is what the divine, you know, God, goddess, or great spirit is. Um, this is generally viewed as a unifying force of all things. Uh, the goddess being the divine feminine aspect and the god being the divine masculine aspect. Uh, this is the force that all things consists of and all things are made from and by. Okay. The next word we want to define is thought form. Kelsey, do you know what a thought form is? No. So a thought I can, form. I can kind of give you what I think it might be. It's something that it. you kind of you can kind of put like your energy out into something. Like yeah. you can make something, not have a consciousness, but 
become real. Yeah. So a thought form is an energetic force that exists because of the energy that was put into it. This can be anything from the spirit of a holiday, such as Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. Uh, and we're not going to go into the mythological backings or anything like that of this right now. Um, this could be yeah, no. a pop culture figure. Mm -hmm. This could be a mythological figure. Yeah. Uh, so the next word we're going to look at is spirits. So this is a being of energy that acts as an ally from the other side or something that is part of nature. Uh, it'll, it can assist you and can assist uh, and communicate with your higher self. Or it could just exist out there. So here's a fun word, and I love this word, uh, but this kind of like encompasses virtually every other word, except for one. Uh, so okay. cycle pumps. What? Cycle pump. Okay. So psychopomp is defined as a creature, spirit, angels, demons, or deities uh, in many religions whose responsibility is to escort newly deceased souls from the earth to the afterlife or influence the soul in this life. Uh, their role is not to judge the individual, but is to simply guide them. Okay. Um, so that kind of like encompasses oh, a wow. lot of the other stuff. Um, then you also have the higher self, which is an elevated aspect of your consciousness, mm -hmm. or also known as your super consciousness. Yeah. And then you have your lower self, which is the primary aspects of yourself. Yeah. The last word we're going to define here is cosplay. I forgot this comes into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, forgot, I forgot this comes into this. So I I'm totally just imagining forgot. everyone's confused face right now. Um, <laughs> <coughs> so cosplay is typically a living work of art that someone uh, that people enjoy from a fandom or a character that they've made themselves uh, that they will mm -hmm. dress up as. And sometimes act out or act up the behaviors of said character. Mm -hmm. um, so these are typically, you know, a lot of times you'll have people that go out to conventions and stuff and uh, dress up as characters. <laughs> you know, so those weirdos. Yeah, not like they both started a podcast or anything. Um, <laughs> so then... <laughs> Continue, so, sorry. <laughs> you're good. Uh, Kelsey, do you know what the difference between invoking and evoking is? Hmm. I'm taking that the invoke is something within, that IN is something within, and the one with E is something outside. I'm making a giant assumption because I, I don't have anything. Okay. Up. Sorry. So the primary difference between invoking and evoking is that invoking something 
when we invoke something, we directly call upon it to assist us. So we're using the energy of that along with ourselves to do workings or to do acts. So um, when you're calling on some form of god and goddess while you're doing something but this is where my question is so is that also like when you're provoking beings well, so evoking look at the evoking okay. before i answer your question because okay. this may answer your question for you uh evoking in contrast when we evoke something uh we bring the energy of that thing with into ourselves and that is like channeling that individual so that would be like when you're doing something like calling down the moon you're bringing the goddess energy into you it's not that you're working with it you are harnessing it so the evoking would be like when you're channeling a spirit i was like would it be like during a seance yes and like they start channeling through yes. someone and there's My... different levels of like possession and stuff like that yeah. or technically it's not possession but yeah yeah My, no my question is what would provoking so like let's say you're investigating a haunted house and you're provoking that spirit of like hey i need you to show yourself show me show me yourself like scratch me whatever so that would be that would be more like just calling out to it. Um, that would be similar to like, say a prayer or communicating with a spirit. That would just be regular communication. Um, and but maybe like more in a negative way. Not necessarily. Um, I think because of trash media. And I call it trash media because there's a lot of like sensationalized <laughs> stuff out there and, you know, inaccurate stuff where they don't do their research and they just throw whatever for entertainment purposes. Oh, um, yeah. Like, you know, reality shows and stuff like that where they're like, hey, we're going to do this or, yep. you know, certain. I'm not going to say which ones. Oh, I mean, Ghost Adventures, he did it in his early seasons. I, I was, like, was going to say, I'm not sure. going to say which ones, but there's certain people <laughs> who fake encounters mm -hmm. for views. This, this is why I didn't talk about the Warrens in our last episode, because yeah. some people say that the encounters <clears throat> and stuff that they did, the possessions and stuff of these people were fake. And So I, I will say this on the matter and then just leave it at that. Um... I'm not going to confirm or deny that any of them were actual or speculate what may or may not have been actual. Yeah. I'm just going to say that there is the possibility that some of things did occur. Yeah, something but, happened. But as far as possession, and I'll get into that, I think a little bit in a, yeah, I'll get into that a little bit in a bit when I tell a really interesting, fun story that happened to me. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this story. I don't, but you tell you told me about it in the last one. You said so, that you'd be talking about it. Yeah. So I have a really interesting and fun story uh, to kind of go into, uh, kind of delving into that. Uh, so now that we've got all those out of the way, uh, 
let's talk about some things that you know. Let's let's, let's do a little Q and A for Kelsey. Oh God, Kelsey, what are some things that all of these, oh, most of these different things have in common? They deal with some form of energy. Okay. Energy form thing being okay. Uh, what are some ways that you can, with the exception of the last two of cosplaying and invoking versus evoking all the other energy forces and beings, um, what are some ways that you could communicate with them? Have a seance if you wanted. You you could do seance. I think you could. Um, um those so those are tricky because yeah you, know, you would have to have someone who is practiced in channeling i mean yes there are certain people who are naturally gifted but you would really want someone that's practiced in it uh also yeah. uh there's a lot of people out there who you know claim to be have a channel in that and don't actually nope. um you know, your best bet on things like that would actually be to go, like, do it yourself, get yourself a spirit board, or make yourself a spirit board, or... Yeah. Um, I was about to say is Ouija board. No, Ouija board, psychic circles, you know, other types yeah. of spirit boards, whatever works. Uh, pendulum. And then, oh, you could do pendulum. Uh, you could do uh, automatic writing. Yeah. Which is a fun one. Uh, I mean, there's tons and tons of different ways you can do it. Uh, you can also take it, and most people don't think about this, but different forms of divination you can yeah. actually do with, like, you know, your tarot cards, your oracle cards, uh, scrying, and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, I was like casting stones, bones, if you do that. So, do you think your personal opinion here? Oh, God. Do you think something can take you over without your permission? No. Okay. So, if not, who gives I think that something. Thing? I think something can try. Well, so I if not, who try. gives that thing the permission? You would. But what aspect of you, though? So you have three aspects of yourself, yeah. at least. You have your higher self, your lower self, and your middle self. And some may go beyond that, depending on theologies and stuff. Yeah. But you have at least three aspects of yourself. So which aspect of yourself would give them that permission? To enter, no clue. To enter, to take control. I mean, I'm assuming maybe your higher self, maybe. Oh, there. I. This like, is just I'm, a discussion. You, there's no wrong or right answer here. I'm assuming some form of your subconscious would possibly give permission to an entity to enter and then your consciousness is like yeah no we're not having this see i i think and, per personally i think it depends on the situation 
Um, You know, with everything, if you allow something to happen, you know, there's, there's an old Latin saying, and I actually have this tattooed on my back. It's uh, Curdindo Vitas, which is by believing one sees. So believing is seeing as opposed to seeing is believing. Okay. Uh, But yeah, so I think that part of that comes into it is that, you know, if you believe that and you feed the energy into something happening with like your house being possessed or something, then hey, you're feeding into that. So, or your house being haunted, you're feeding into that. So, you know, that's what you're going to see. Yeah. I also think some things occur naturally, like energy vortexes and stuff like that, that we just happen to build stuff on. I think also some of that happens too. From a physics standpoint, I would have to agree with that fully. Like, I think sometimes we as humans don't realize we do stuff like that, where we're like, even though we're like, this feels weird, fuck it, we're gonna throw something on it anyway, and it's like, come on. (laughs) but i don't know i think a lot of it has to do with where you are where you are in your life and stuff i would have also i think determines kind of a lot of stuff um so can you feel something or pick up energy off of something such as uh, on a level that connects you with it on a totally different level. So, like, yes, yes. yeah. Can you can you extrapolate on your answer about how you can pick up energy from like buildings and objects yeah. and people? Um, a lot of people don't. A lot of people call it your gut feeling, like. For me, it's a little bit more in- intense. I, I'm i that person that if I don't like you, I don't like you. And I have a reason. And sometimes I don't know why until later. Um, my mom's house. I You don't like do me? Not- You've been lying. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, prime example, my boss, my main boss, um, I do not like him at all. I hate my, like main boss not like my management and not like my direct person but like the person that's over him yeah fucking hate his guts just fucking hate him everyone's like oh he's so cool and i'm like "Mm." does he irritate the hell out of me and just he's a two-faced person and i'm and everyone's now starting to see it and i'm like hold yourself bitches like listen to me but like my mom's house I abs- I do not like my mom's house. There, the energy within that place. No, thank you. Like, um, we went. My fiance and I went to a haunted place here, um, and they opened up a part of it because it was Halloween, and it's a um, penitentiary here, and um. I walked around the the top part of the jailhouse that isn't normally open and I it was a totally different energy shift. Mm-hmm. I was describing what I was feeling to him because it's an all male jail and I'm a female walking around. Ugh, I swear I felt people touching me and like trying to grab me 
and like eyeballs staring at me. There's nothing there. Yeah, I but like he he didn't he didn't imagine. feel it. <laughs> he didn't feel anything. But I'm like, we need to get out of here now. Are you kidding like, me? Like what? Man, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'd I'd be grabbing out for your man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. He's quite the handsome man. <laughs> you can tell him I said that. <laughs> he listens too. <laughs> <laughs> he listens. Uh, I love him. He listens. <laughs> He's one of our many local listeners. So, have you ever been in a situation where you feel something so strongly uh, that you have? Or you feel something so strongly that you've been taken out of the driver's seat? No. No. I've always no. Anytime that I felt something weird, I've always remained in control of myself. Yeah. So, I've been like scared shitless. Like, don't get me wrong, but I've always, I've always stayed in control. So, story time. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, this one time at Dragon Con, <laughs> my wife, Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Con, not Drag Con, Dragon yes, Con. Dragon Con. We're waiting for everyone to get the uh, chuckles out. All the millennials get the chuckles out of the way. Uh, but for real, Dragon Con one year, I had this bright idea that, you know, well, really was a number of ideas, but we won't go into all that. I was uh, like, you have a lot of crazy ideas, <laughs> mister. So, I'm going to put all my Long Islands into a camelback and walk was, around with the camelback so, to Long Islands. So, fun fact, <laughs> listeners, I, because of my heritage, uh, am blessed with a high constitution. and High. High. High tolerance. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can put away a vast amount of alcohol. I say unfortunately because it gets expensive. <laughs> um. So, oh. one time at Dragon Con, I had this bright idea that you know, so I'm an Aquarius. Yes. Uh, and you know, I like long walks on the beach. Not really. I, I'm, not <laughs> a big, I'm really not a big fan of the beach. No, you're not. Oh, we, we've we've got one particular listener who's gonna be like, he hates the beach. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> also, why is he telling everyone he likes long walks on the beach? Um, <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, <laughs> I, I had this awesome idea where I was gonna dress up as Ganymede. Uh, so mm-hmm. Ganymede is the, uh, so for those of you who don't know, brief lesson for you in Greek mythology, Ganymede is the individual that the sign of Aquarius is based off of. Yes. Ganymede was a beautiful prince that Zeus was infatuated with, like he was for many, many people, um, because, you know. A lot of gods are not particular about gender. They are very gender fluid, yeah. and a lot of gods are on the queer spectrum. Um, yeah. That's that's one of the things I find funny about everything going on now is a lot of mytholo- ancient mythologies and ancient societies were relatively okay with these things. Yeah. And now all uh, of a sudden it's a problem. But and we're, we're not going to delve into uh, <laughs> all of Zeus's, no. like, Oh, God, no. All of Zeus's essay issues because 
that's a whole other conversation and that'll be heavy trigger warning conversation oh, if we yeah. ever do that one um but so he took uh or so yeah zeus took him up to olympus and basically made him a bearer of wine or relu's ambrosia <laughs> where he would take it and he would bring around ambrosia to the gods for the parties and mm -hmm. you know ganymede looked out over his people and he's like wow you guys are up here living it up partying everything down there is fucked up but they're literally sacrificing their last animals to even get any kind of rain or nourishment and they're not getting shit and zeus is like yeah don't worry about it and so he's like you know what fuck this fuck you and takes the thing of ambrosia and dumps it out and basically brings uh like nourishes his kingdom and nourishes mm -hmm. the land of man with this ambrosia and then zeus was like all right you were right i fucked up uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's like you and this is one of the few times that zeus admits that he was yeah wrong. i was like yeah Zeus does not like to admit he's wrong. Because, you know, he never admits he's wrong to a woman. He always only admits he's wrong to another man. But again, we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but so he took it and he did that. And so Zeus made him, you know, made an image of him in the sky, which is where we get Aquarius from. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided I was going to dress up as Ganymede. And so I had Toga on. I had an earthen jug. Yep. I made I made mead homemade yep. mead and carried it around and i was drinking it and sharing it with people and uh you know got mistaken as jesus for some freaking reason uh, because <laughs> people think that because you're wearing a toga you're jesus i don't know but yeah so i was like no i'm i'm the spirit of aquarius but by the end of the night i'll be dionysus <laughs> and so i kept saying this and kept making this joke and kept like sharing it and like sharing the mead and being more jolly and like you know i am a very introverted person yes you life, are unless i've had yeah. alcohol um oh yeah and then i become very extroverted but the thing is this wasn't your normal type of extroverted i was yeah. on like a completely different level um oh god <laughs> to the point where i was referring to myself as dionysus Oh God, no! <laughs> uh, so nothing, no like massive Dionysian debauchery happened or anything like that. I was just being extra friendly, sharing my uh, homemade wine, which for some reason, and this is like a miracle within itself, the jug didn't run out of wine. What? Like, how does that happen? I, I still had wine the next morning and I was sharing it with people and drinking it all freaking night. So that that's a, yeah, that, 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 that's so the that, work of that. So, like. uh, you know, so there was no like crazy orgies or anything like that. Um, that's not really who I am as a person anyway. No, so that's good. It's not, so. Uh, <laughs> You know, if that's if that's any of our listeners, if that's your style, as long as everyone involved yeah. is consenting and yeah. of legal age, and you're not disrespecting anyone other than in yeah. a way they would like to be disrespected, because you know I don't no. kink shame here. Uh, no. You're being respectful of your significant partner or partners. Partners. Then you know, do do what you do, boo. Yeah, you do you, boo. Uh, boo. Uh, so yeah, that was a. Uh, 
that was the whole thing. You know, if you guys want to have orgies, go for it. Me, I'll be over at the buffet. (laughs) Sorry, that's a, that's a reference to Sully's Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, this, this, this was a thing. Um, so what I did here during this was very similar to what, and not doing intentionally, was very similar to what a lot of like tribal shamans and stuff did uh, when they practiced mm-hmm. sympathetic magic and danced around and donned animal skins or animal masks and became the essence of that. You know, I drink, I danced, I called upon the energetic spirit of Dionysus, thus evoking him and channeling Dionysus. Yeah. Uh, so as we said earlier, there's many ways to ch- channel these spirits. Uh, some of them are, you know, just entering altered states, like, yeah. you know, drinking or, you know, in vibing of alcohol and vibing of certain natural things like, you know, yeah. mushrooms, marijuana, mm-hmm. um, some other things. Peyote. Yeah. Ayahuasca. Uh, other ways it, that people do it is dancing, mm-hmm. meditation, mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean like dancing and drinking to the point where you just get no. fucked up while you're partying. No, it's you do it in a very spiritual manner. Yeah, um, there's a lot of like certain music and stuff that's involved. Well, and, and so, so that's the other thing is listening to music. So I am, and I'm gonna make Kelsey like prod her into, um tagging this band and i put their information in the notes by the way uh okay. but tagging this band in uh the post Our... yeah i can do that yeah mm-hmm. that's i've got their facebook link here but they're uh the name of the band is spiral rhythm they are a drum band so it's mm-hmm. percussion and they do some like vocals and stuff amazing beautiful people like some of the nicest people, most artistic people you'll ever meet. Uh, yeah, that's, I could not, I can say this wholeheartedly. Uh, if it was not for one of the members of the band, mm-hmm. you guys probably would not be hearing my voice right now. Yep. Um, I'm not going to get emotional. Uh, but yeah, you know, I had a, at one point in my life hit a really low spot, like, you know, and when I say low, I mean like, you know how people say really when you low. hit rock bottom, you know, you're on the verge of like, you know, contemplating suicide and stuff. I had gone beyond that. Like yeah. when you truly hit rock bottom, that's not even an option anymore. And uh Bubba Geisha, one of the members of the band, you know, with his help pulled me out of a really, really hard spot. Like that that man is fucking magical and beautiful soul like everyone in the band is magical beautiful artistic amazing amazing people um but yeah so you know trance with music awesome yeah. time it awesome does happen time. Uh, mm-hmm. especially i don't have you ever been to a drum circle kelsey no oh drum no. circles are the best uh sometimes you'll have a fire Mm-hmm. or some sort of pyre that people will dance around. Uh, but you'll have several people around playing drums. You'll have people dancing. You'll have some people just chilling. 
you'll have people who do like fire breathing off to the side or some poi and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's an amazing experience. It's, it's a religious experience within itself. Like it is so religious, so spiritual, regardless of what your beliefs are, just, you know, go and feel the vibe and just enjoy. Uh, I highly recommend it. If like with anyone here that's listening, if you find a drum circle near you, I highly recommend going. Uh, but yeah, so do do do. Kill Kelsey. Hmm. I lost track of my notes for a second. I know. <laughs> so you know, I I know, you know, it sounds kind of weird, but you know, cosplays in a lot of ways are thought forms. Mm-hmm. Uh it's you know it's energy that we put out there and we you know there's like i said pop culture images that we have out there that are thought forms that we put out and we put energy into whether we realize it or not mm-hmm. i'm gonna need you to do my favor kelsey oh goodness what? i need you to step back okay i need you to relax your shoulders this is as good as they're getting i need you to close your eyes take a deep breath <laughs> oh god okay putting a lot of trust in you Sir. (laughs) And our listeners, you can do this as well. So I'm going to count down and then I'm going to give you some directions. Okay. Okay. All right. 12. 11. 10. 9. 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I want you to picture in your mind something that is terrifying to you, taking a physical form, taking some sort of monstrous form racing towards you. And then right before it gets to you, I want you to picture someone that's magical and powerful standing in the way to protect you and stops the creature in its path. You got the image in your head? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to count back up. Okay? Okay. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. All right. So I got a question. Okay. And I'm saying this because I know you. <laughs> okay. How was how was Gandalf? <laughs> I mean, he protected me from the giant spider from Harry Potter, for sure. For sure. So Gandalf, believe it or not, is a <laughs> common trope as a thought form. Yeah. Because he because he is widely recognized mm-hmm. as a protector and as mm-hmm. someone who is, you know, well versed in magical arts. 
fucking love that man. I, I knew I knew you were it was gonna be Gandalf with you simply for the fact that one, I know you. Yeah. Two, he is really, really common. And that's what a lot of yeah. people actually go to Gandalf with it in a meditation like that or a situation like that. Uh, well, like I read those books when my parents were divorcing. Uh-huh. So like when I was very lost and confused within my parents' divorce, I read Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking love that man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, you, anyone can do this. Um, there's a lot more like meditations out there. You can also create your own thought forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the books that I recommend that this is one of the things they talk about later in the book is uh, the inner the inner mysteries by Gavin Bone and Janet Farrar, and I've got a picture for you to post of the book cover. Um, okay, but it outlines the process of like creating a thought form, and if you have a meditation altar or anything like that, um, how you can actually have like a vessel on there that you can feed energy into or leave offerings to. Um, for protection or, you know, other things. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, this is something anyone can do. You know, it has nothing to do with, like, particular religion or anything like that. Uh, and even if, like, say, if we have Christian listeners, they can mm-hmm. use Mother Mary or Jesus as the thought form because yeah. that idea there, that image is there. And that's, uh, you know. I will say, side minor side note, that's yeah. one of the main questions I see on a lot of the subreddits is can I be a witch and be Christian at the same time? So I'll say this. So it's a two part question. It's, it's, I was going <laughs> to give a simple answer, but it's not that simple. Um, no. So simple and the answer, yes. the answers on it are not very. The simple. The, the simple answer is yes. Yeah. Here's the reason. Witchcraft is an art and a science. Yep. It is also a religion, yep. but it is an art and a science. Yeah. Um, but you can tie that spirituality of it into any religious thought form or any religious system. Uh, you just, and there's, there's an entire sect of like, you know, Abrahamic uh, witchcraft. Yep. That you can do, you know, just oh, look, yeah. into, look into high magic and we'll, well, we can do a whole episode on high magic. I know we're talking about doing one at some point on the Kabbalah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, you totally can. You can be a Christian and be a witch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just a matter of perspective and it's a matter of, you know, being respectful and being true to what you believe because witchcraft is, you know, if you view it as a religion, it is a religion or is a spirituality and a spiritual practice of oneself. You know, you can uh, be Buddhist and be a witch. You can be, you know, uh, a Taoist and be a witch. It doesn't matter. You can, I've, I've met atheists that are like witches that are atheists. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, there's, well, it's, it works in their own system. And the, the basics is, is, you know, are you a witch? Well, do you claim to be a witch? Yes. Well, then you're a witch. Yeah, a witch is anyone who de- deems himself to be so. Uh, but it's important to you know learn the basics, learn 
what works for you. It's there's no issues with it. Uh, I think it's mainly the perspective uh, that you know certain aspects of the church have fed into it. That's the issue. Uh, so yeah, there's no issue with that. Um, another book I highly recommend, and you know, it's one that I I think mentioned reading last week, week before our last episode, episode before last, something like that. But uh, Spirit Allies by Christopher Penzak. Um, last, it was the last one. Yep. So good, good book. That literally the whole thing is about communicating with your uh, team on the other side. It's about communicating with the spirits from you know different levels of uh, energetic levels, and you know whether it be from the other side of you know the afterlife or before life or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it also goes into like communicating with devas, you know, nature spirits and stuff like that. So that's highly recommended. Uh, but both the books that I said, I'll have Kelsey post and I've yep. got pictures for her that she can post. And then I got an awesome picture of spiral rhythm and, uh, have her post the Facebook yeah. link. Um, yeah. So as we said earlier, our next episode will be, we'll be switching up schedules because of a lot yeah. of personal stuff. Yeah, uh, so it'll be three weeks from now on June 8th will be the next episode. And uh, we'll be talking about the rich <laughs> history and magical practices and, all that fun stuff from the magical <laughs> land that is the Appalachian. Oh God! Sorry, I had I had to give. I know you did. Listen, I was I'm Appalachian raised. Most of my family, st- as far as stateside, comes from the Appalachian, so I can't not. Yeah. No, you're good. No, I just I just find it funny. Why I uh, I actually so. Well, I'll get into that next episode. Uh, (laughs) Remind me, ask me about an old trick that I uh, used that I learned from my great-grandmother on how to get rid of warts. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's all I got. Yeah, because I have not figured out what episode I'm going to do after that. Because I'm dealing with personal stuff because I got, for my birthday, I bought myself books. So. Oh, that's what Beginner's Guide to the Occult. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. Because my mom bought me my birth chart for my birthday in my birth candle in um, those who don't know, I had COVID back in January and I still can't smell right. <laughs> so she bought me this wonderful candle. I can't smell it. Well, if you but, have yeah. issues with your smell, then go take a shower. <laughs> so like I had to do my biometric screening while I've been on vacation. Right. And he's like, anything concerned? I'm like, I still can't really smell, but I had COVID in January. He's like, well, I could recommend you to an ENT, but they're really not going to do anything for you. I'm like, well, I, 
I can't smell horrible stuff, so I'm not really complaining, doctor. Like, yeah. I mean, regardless of your point of view on COVID, those who have had COVID <laughs> have had, like, so many wide varying, like, symptoms or long-lasting effects. My fiance, completely fine. He couldn't smell for two days. That was it. That was it. Me and my dad, I still can't smell right certain things or I get random whiffs of things. It's so fucking weird. Or like some days some things will taste weird and some days they won't. It's it's bizarre. But I also bought um, Moon Magic. Lunar dun, Cycles, dun, dun. Lore, Magical, Mystical Energies. That's pretty yeah, cool. My, my mom bought me my birth. My mom bought me the birth date book with my birth chart in it, which I have to keep going into. But yeah, by the time we do our next episode, I will know what I am doing for the next one. And then you'll have three books read. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this one. I'm, I just started this one. Lisa Jackson, Alexander Ivory, and Lisa Child's Afraid. It's three books in one that play off the same storyline. Gotcha. Um, I'm a huge Lisa Jackson fan. She actually writes pretty good, decent, mild horror mystery ghost up. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. My target is. No, I'm not going to set a target. No, like, I don't. Fun, fun fact, though. Fun fact, though. I checked my uh, Goodreads <laughs> for like, you know, I have it set for like a book a week on Goodreads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So do I. I'm way behind. Uh, <laughs> I'm 11 books ahead. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'm surprised I got done with the one I did. But you know, yeah. You're going to have a heart attack if I get on here and be like, I didn't read anything for the past two Yeah, I'd be like, are you feeling okay? Like, <laughs> you feeling okay? Because, like, I... I got so much shit. We both got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. Whew. But yeah, we're doing the Appalachian episode, and then I will decide what I'm doing afterwards. But yeah, so we'll or see we just the... or we just huh? won't announce anything, and then Kelsey will come up with a topic and yeah. not tell. That's what you should do. You should come up with a topic and not tell me, and see if I know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find out what I'm talking about first. <laughs> like that's my problem and right, like, well, I'm like who I want to talk about this and who I want to talk about that and no I don't know also, I also bought myself a new uh, crystal shelf because I with this box now I, it's overflowing and yeah so I have to have my fiance install that sometime too so but yeah so our next episode is going to be out in three weeks on June 8th um, until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Wayward Dragons. On Twitter, the handle is backwards, so it's Dragons Wayward. For some reason, that's what it auto-generated. Um, but yeah, if you have a topic or anything that we messed up, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. If you email, you do interact with Johnny. If you interact on social media, you do interact with me. Um, and it, and you can also hit us up on uh, MySpace. <laughs> oh God, is that no. even around? <laughs> We've got like that one eighteen-year-old listener who's like, "What's MySpace? What the fuck is MySpace? Don't do it." Um, God, that's so cringy back then. Woo. 
I saw this Ooh. funny post the other day that was like, is this really the same brain I had that I used to write codes for my MySpace page? And it's like, like yeah, we did do that. Yeah, we did do that. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 But don't forget to tell a friend. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And just, just tell a friend. We like this to grow. Tell your mom. Tell your dog. Tell your dog's mom. Tell everybody. We, because we don't, we do, we do cover a lot of wayward things. Yep. But yeah. So until okay. next time, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.